This is Lit Squad. Hi, I'm Mark Brody. The Indian Girls Book Club is a new group aimed at helping Native American writers. It's the brainchild of poet Kinsale Drake, and the group features workshops for young writers as well as author talks. It also works with tribal libraries and indigenous booksellers to get more books by Native authors and those that feature Native stories to more readers. I spoke with Drake about the Indian Girls Book Club, as well as the current state of publishing and the literary world within Native communities. Here's our conversation. Well, you know, I feel like it's a similar experience probably for a lot of BIPOC creatives. Um, I think I, I, I did have some experience in publishing and um, it was frustrating, honestly, seeing what got funding to be advertised everywhere, seeing what they really valued was, I mean, it was money and it was like, oh, what big names um, can we publish? You know, it wasn't necessarily even about like, is the literature good? It was like, how, how much money can we make? And um, when you think like that, you're obviously to them, you're just a tiny, tiny percentage of um, what's represented in media and you are like a non-existent audience. I think of when I think of Arizona, I think of like the something else meme where like, you know, natives were the something else on the pole. Like they weren't even counted as a group because they were just thought of as so small. Mm. Um, I feel like, you know, they're discounted because of that. But that's really damaging because, you know, we, we, there's a lot of natives and especially in Arizona, like there's a lot of natives. And so they have they have a willing audience that wants literature and that wants representation. And so. Um, you know, there's that part of it. And then there's the part, you know, what has a long literary history of of poorly representing natives. And I'm thinking, you know, last of the Mohicans, things that, you know, upheld American mythology and contributed to um, negative depictions of, of natives, upheld stereotypes, eco-Indian, ignoble savage, noble savage. Those very those very much still exist in some forms of media, um, but are perpetuated by literature that's not written by natives, basically. Do you find that there are native writers out there who maybe just need a, you know, need a hand getting published or getting some publicity or, you know, maybe need some help finishing their novel, something like that? Oh, absolutely. I think there is absolutely no shortage of native writers who are excellent, who have so many amazing stories to tell. I think it's just a matter of, I mean, like I experienced it as a kid growing up, like I just didn't even know that there were you know, other Native writers out there doing that work. I like didn't know that there was a long history of Native writers um, until I learned that as a writer myself. And it took many years um, or like I didn't know where to publish as like a teenager. I didn't know where to submit my work. And so I just didn't because I didn't just didn't know. So I think a lot of it is like if we can get resources to these writers earlier, you know, what can happen? How much of what you're doing now is maybe doing something that you kind of wished somebody had done when you were a kid? Okay, all of it. <laughs> I mean, basically, book club is actually everything I do now, I will say, I think is for the little um, the little girl that I was. Huh. Um, I was very isolated as a kid. I mean, like, I yeah, I, I grew up in Orange um, County and also in Southern Utah, like back and forth. We would take care of my grandmother in Southern Utah. But my family moved around a lot. We were in Los Angeles for a bit. We were in Page. We were in Alabama. Then we were in Southern California again. And um, it was really tough. It was it was not fun. Um, and imagine being, you know, a little native nerd loving books. And it's like people don't even get the native part, let alone the nerd part. You know, <laughs> like they don't know what a native is. They don't even know they're still alive. Um, and so for me, loving literature and never seeing myself in it, it was, I, I wish that I had a book club like this, you know, I wish that I had other like nerds to talk to. And I did eventually, but it was, you know, something that I put a lot of labor into building and 
you know, building community and building safe spaces for myself. And, um, it, you know, it took a lot to be able to do these workshops. And that's kind of what book club is, is like, I have the privilege now of knowing these authors and, you know, having experience. And so I'm trying to leverage that for, for other kids who are like me, you know. What was that like for you growing up, you know, moving around so much and being so into books and so into literature, but not seeing other writers like you and not seeing characters like you and maybe not knowing if this was a path that that you could even walk on? Yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely something that book wants to address, which is if you don't see yourself represented, you don't think that that's a path that you can take. Um, You don't think that you can be a writer. Because, you know, it, that's just it's you just get discouraged or you get exhausted and, and writing your own representation, re- writing your own representation for yourself is is fun, but it, you burn out if you don't have a community. And the thing is, too, like it's not enough to just have, you know, one type of rep. You need all types of rep. And, you know, native literature is so great because it's so diverse and people don't understand that, too. That's like a stereotype that there is one native literature. There's definitely not. But like, you know, as like a mixed kid who was like navigating, helping her grandma and then like would go back to school and like <laughs> have like a horrible experience. Like there were books about that out there with like native kids code switching. And it made me feel less alone. Um, and it and it made me want to talk to people about it for sure. And it inspired my own writing. My own writing was grappling with all of that. Um, and so all of it was very closely knit for me, I think. I want to ask you about the importance of, for for folks who maybe aren't writers themselves, but just are looking to read books that might reflect their experiences. You mentioned trying to get more books into Native libraries and, and sort of the distribution. How, how important is that to you? So important. So important. <laughs> I mean, again, like if people don't see themselves represented, I mean, it's 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 scientifically proven that seeing poor or little representation of yourself has a negative effect on your brain and on mental health. I mean, it also is incredibly important, like this is not the main focus of the book club, but, you know, most of America still thinks that natives don't even exist. They think that they're dead. And when you're when you're when you're reckoning with that, it helps that they have a little education along the way that they take into their own hands. And so part of that is picking up a book and reading it or, you know, educating themselves about what a contemporary native identity is, because so much, again, is natives are either dead or they're delegated to a past. They're stuck in a past somewhere. And contemporary literature is a very powerful tool to combat those stereotypes, combat those narratives. So we talked a little bit about your childhood, but you are not that far removed from it, right? Like you're you're still pretty young doing all this stuff. Oh, yeah. I'm talking like I'm like, <laughs> like I'm like 45 or something. I'm 23. Yeah, wow. I just turned 23. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, I, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm. I've lived a couple lifetimes <laughs> by this point. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was definitely the type of kid. I'm sure a lot of like, you know, people can, especially like people of color who had to grow up too fast can relate. But but I felt like I was like, by the time I was like 12, I was like, oh God, I'm like, you know, smoking a cigarette, like middle-aged, like, where's my, where's my coffee? Like <laughs> I had been through so much at that point. I'm like, okay, I've seen it. But no, the great thing about book club, the great thing about the energy around it is that I, I get to feel like that little kid that I never let myself be or that, you know, experiencing racism, all this stuff made me feel like I had to grow up too fast. And I want, yeah, I want kids to be kids. I want them to enjoy books. I don't want them to feel middle-aged by the time they're like 12, you know? So if book club is helping combat that a bit, you yeah. know, I, I, I like that we're doing that. That was poet Kinsale Drake. 
I'm Mark Brody, your host for the Lit Squad podcast. If you like this episode, subscribe and leave a rating wherever you get your podcasts. Lit Squad is a KJZZ original production. It was produced by Sativa Peterson. Until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you.